Hey everybody, it's Thursday, January 24th, and it's the newest episode of Self-Titled. I am Lucas, as always, and I am here with... Me. You know who I am. Yeah, it's just me. We re- we fired Tristan, and we hired me. Um, it's French, I think, so... Lucas and Lucas. Um, yeah, I drove my ass, my happy ass, all the way out here. Yeah, he came, he came to me for a change, for once. You didn't see how Finally. good of a co-host I am finally came not, I'm the, not I'm the sound pe- guy not I'm the social media guy and i drive the most but his name shows up on itunes on the podcast and mine doesn't there has to be a face of this podcast and that's me and there has okay? to and there has to be and the face just drove all the way out and there has to you. be a backbone of the podcast and that's me i have a backbone <laughs> well i have a crooked one chiropractor yeah. told me yesterday <laughs> <laughs> it's really messed up yeah so it was one i mean who are we going to re- rely on here? <laughs> Probably neither of us, honestly. If it becomes any kind of help. Um, but we're here. We're in Athens. Uh, Caitlin is joined. She's our studio audience for the uh, for the evening. Would you like to say anything? She doesn't. She doesn't want to say anything. Applause, please. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Laugh thank track. you. Laugh Take track. a seat. Laugh, no, laugh track. Okay. Um, but today's episode, I kind of just want to jump into the topics. I don't have much of an intro. I don't have much of a catch up on my life. Can we, t- can I, can we talk about our texting conversation we had yesterday? <laughs> okay. So I went to the <laughs> chiropractor yesterday and, uh, got a bunch of x-rays done on my back and stuff. And I sent them to Tristan cause he was curious about what my experience of the chiropractor was going to be. And I just sent him the pictures of my back, not thinking of anything. <laughs> And this he, is kind of X-rated. So. And, and he responds with, <laughs> oh. Right, hang on, hang on, hang on. So he sends me four pictures, and it's basically going from the head down in these four pictures. And the last one was like of his lower back and pelvis area. Yeah, it was in my hips. <laughs> and I said, like with the picture, said, my back is not straight. He goes, oh, wow, nice cock. <laughs> and I went, wow, I didn't even think about that. He goes, I'm kidding. I can't even see it. And that was the meanest thing you could have said right there. That's not what That's what, that was mean. Telling uh, me you can't see it. It was just the rudest thing you could have ever done. That was hilarious. And then I and then I, and then I called up. him an asshole. Says, "What do you have to do? Just deal with it." And I, he goes, "The curved back, not the invisible penis." I said, "Use a strap on." <laughs> just roast. Oh, I was man. trying to be like a nice friend and communicate, and you just made fun of my invisible micro penis. Sorry, I'm <laughs> through an X-ray apparently. To any of my family that listens to this, sorry. That was just, like, too funny to not share because I was laughing so hard yesterday <laughs> during that texting conversation. Like, I looked at my phone. Oh I was my like, goodness. nice cop. What is he talking what, no, oh. about? And I was like, I don't know. But, and to be fair, you really, I could, it, it, it did not show up on the x-ray. How about that? Does that make it any, no, that doesn't sound any better, does <laughs> it? sounds it? way worse. We got a medical device to look at okay, it. We still whatever. can't find it. Even though, like, I know it's not, like, technically a bone, so it, it won't show up. But anyway. Whatever. So that that there's the update. There's our well, week. How was how was it getting? Uh, there's our week update. We talked about it last week. How I've always wanted to get adjusted. Yeah. And do that. I don't know if it partly be because I don't know if it would feel better or if I just want to hear it. Um, so I'm going to be honest. Me, when you're give me a review. I want um, a review on. I feel adjusted. better. My neck feels better because that was my biggest issue. Um, I didn't hear it a lot when he did it because he's kind of like you're on paper and he's got like you're like. His hands over your ears. So when he snapped my neck, like so it's the paper. Those bastards. I like felt it, and like, like you definitely. I feel like if you weren't me, you would have definitely heard a lot. Yeah, probably. Um, But I wasn't necessarily paying attention to it. And then when he like realigned my hips, um, because they weren't even, 
um, they like did this table drop thing, and that was just loud because like he like raises the middle of the table and then he kind of pushes your right side down. And he drops the table, mm-hmm. so it definitely popped. But like I just heard the tables yeah. like, collapse. Um, but when he popped my back, it was like heaven. It was a lot. Yeah, it felt really good because I haven't popped my back in a long time. Man, that sounds so, great. I, I would say you should go. Because, like, whenever Kayla does it, like, she gets – it's usually in the middle of my back, and she'll get a good one, and it's just, like, one. And But I'm, like, I know it's it's got to be lower because, like, she'll, it'll be right between my shoulder blades is where it pops the most. But I still feel, like, the same feeling in, like, the middle of my back, and that's harder to pop, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But that's what I want. Like, that's what I need. I need, like, the middle and lower back do that hip thing where they, like, twist you into yeah. the helix and just – yeah, he he pretty much he did the table drop thing and then he like grabbed my hip and like pushed my like shoulder and just yeah like God, that sounds so good. Um, and then I had to like lay because apparently I was born without a disc in my back. Oh, I'm just I just didn't have it. Um, and so I had to lay on this table and they strapped me into this harness thing and I'm laying on my back and the harness they like attach it to like this rope that's attached to like a um what are they called the little thingies that you pull. Yeah, man. They have them, like, on the front of Jeeps that are, like, actually go outside. And, like, it, like, cranks it, and it'll pull something up. Why can't oh, I Oh, a winch? A winch, yeah. So it's attached to a <laughs> winch. And it, like, slowly, like, pulled me and, like, separated, like, my back and stuff. Oh. So that felt good. Um, so I feel better today. I'm still kind of sore where my back is, but my neck feels oh, I a lot. bet. I bet after the first one, I bet you're pretty – your body is like, yeah. what the hell just happened to me? Yeah. So, but, yeah, no, my, my, my neck feels better. So, yeah, I would recommend it. I would say it was fun. All right. Even if your friends do make fun of you. Well, I'll look into it. Yeah. I didn't make fun of you. Yeah, you did. You said you couldn't see it. I didn't make fun of you. (laughs) That's pretty mean. That's what I do about it. Move on. All right. So, I think our first topic, the thing I want to get in here. um, Everybody. Everybody. Every podcast. Every every podcast talking about it. Every social media outlet talking about it. It's taken over the internet. um, Is the Fire Festival documentaries. Now, I completely forgotten that the Fire Festival had happened. Like, that's not something that I ever, like, thought about. I never, like, related it to anything. Because like, once it died out of that news cycle, like, it was really big for two weeks in 2017. And then, like, it never got talked about again. There's no follow-up. Man, I, it was that long ago, 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. So, oh. like, I remember. Like it was last year. Yeah. And, it, I mean, so. But Netflix comes out with one. And they had been promoting it. And then Hulu, out of nowhere, the day before, <laughs> drops. Such a power move. Drops one. And right, so I've seen the Hulu one. You've seen the Netflix one. Yes. We did see. I don't because Billy was in the Hulu one a lot. They interviewed him and like they had so, a lot of his footage. Did they talk to Billy at all? No, the they didn't. One? They didn't talk to Billy at all. But he was in it a lot. It was a lot of footage of him. You know, it's like they, the everybody that was in behind the scenes stuff. They recorded fucking everything, like just. Everything, everything everything was recorded and he yeah. would hire people to come film him yeah. committing fraud <laughs> i and didn't that, understand that we'll we'll go chronologically here but yeah like the netflix one they didn't talk to him at all it was literally just you know whatever footage that they took behind the scenes and stuff like that which yeah. like i said was everything which i get it cuz you know that's a promotional tool or whatever and that's what that was the point but, and it, and if it worked, it would have been cool, I guess. Yeah, but no, but no, they didn't talk to him at all. They talked to pretty much everyone else except for him. Like any person that was involved with it was interviewed and yeah. in it except I, for him. I will say the Hulu one, 
They interviewed Billy. Yeah. Um. Then one of the guys from Fuck Jerry. Yeah, they inter- the Fuck Jerry guy was in there. Um, and then... Who has a very punchable face, by the way. He's such a douche. He's he looks like such a he douche. He does. Um, he seemed... He, he kind of reminds me of, like, Martin Shkreli for some reason, but, like, a prettier version. But he's still just as, like... Yeah. Much, you know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. No, I see where you're going. Yeah. But he seems to be the one rational person from that company. Because the other four, like, stood by what they did. From Fire? The No, the, the Fire re- media? that guy left Fuck Jerry. The oh, other, right, right. The right. other Fuck Jerry guys were like, yeah. we just were doing, I'm like, no, you knew what was going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, So let's just, we'll talk, I want to talk about Billy for a second. How, I just wanted, like, how dumb is everybody that met him? Do you think, like, do you think he was that good of a con man? Because he never once seemed like a compelling one. And maybe it's because we see, like. I think we just, we were always had that negative light on him. So we went into it with that. He Oh, well. He, we, we had never heard of this guy until Firefest, which the only thing we ever heard about it was the fact that it was fraud bullshit. Yeah. So we already go into this documentary or anything having that in our head that, oh, he's just a con guy. So whenever you see him talk, you're just like, oh, well, we know he's full of shit. You know what I mean? And he also, even <clears throat> if I didn't know he was a con man, punchable face. Yeah, I'd agree. Very punchable I'd face. agree. He's like, not, and I, I'm going to be honest, I was expecting him to be like, I never really saw pictures of him like during the whole thing. Yeah, I had no idea. What Not all that much. So yeah. I didn't really know what he looked like. I, I, I heard how he looked a lot like Seth MacFarlane, even though they have a different last, like spelled the last yeah. name is different. Yeah. But people like saw, oh my God, they're going to be like related or whatever. And I saw it. I was like, yeah, I guess. But I'm sitting here thinking, oh, he's like a tall, you know, handsome, ripped guy. Nope, he's as dad bod as it gets. Yeah, and he's dad just bod. Like a, a total. Frat I mean, he's dude, he's like, kind of tall, but yeah, he's just a frat like average. Like he looks like, like an average guy. He's your stereotypical white guy. Yeah. that is trying to be like an entrepreneur in New York. Like every other. Uh, yeah, we talked about last. Yeah, week. we are. Go ahead. But like that's what he was. Um, but no, I didn't. I had never heard his name until these documentaries came out. I'd only ever heard about Ja Rule. Yeah. So like, I couldn't for a second ever believe that people listen. To Ja Rule. And whatever he does is cool. Like, they would be like, oh, Ja Rule's doing it? Oh, shit, I gotta do that. Yeah, like, I, Ja Rule's <laughs> never, like, at least to me, is never, like, I would have never, like, seen me, Ja Rule he's say he's gonna that, throw a music festival. He's the guy that yells and went to prison for tax evasion. Again. He, he's the guy why, that crashed in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, why did, I was like, why did so many people listen to him? And then, I will say, the cool thing about the Hulu one, they focused a lot on the marketing. Yeah. And, like, how they got it. Like, I didn't realize just through Instagram, you can, yeah. like, A, market, but you can also censor what people say yep. about your, like, product Deleting or page. comments and... You can yep. delete, you can filter it, you can, like, people, like, they had, if anything said fraud or... Um, they took it out. Fake, they would delete when the post, like, when they posted it, and it would block them. I do that at work. I had no idea yeah. you could do that. And uh, not that I don't do it often. Yeah, you do it at work. I, I yeah, do not. You, I, had, I had to do it once <laughs> because it was a guy, it was somebody who like wasn't even from the state that we had never he he left like a bad comment about us and obviously i investigated it i'm like see what what the deal was yeah and no like this guy just does not exist yeah any so it's of just our, a random ass it's guy. just a random guy just yeah. doing it. so yeah you can delete him which is can be good but at the same time is uh can be taken advantage of but i mean they, is but, what happened. but they had like like 15 guys oh yeah it was a just full, constantly looking for things to what go after and they make they made so much money i know 
from that. And you know what's funny? I've always said, oh man, it'd be so cool to that'd be I think it would be a cool job to work in, you know, just doing social media or whatever. And then like I heard some of these people in their interviews, I'm just like, I would hate you. Yeah. Like, I would not get along with you if I worked with you. Just like, the, they the, all they're so arrogant and like And they're like lingo and they seem so uh, above Yeah. And then I couldn't also that. all the influencers, I couldn't I couldn't deal with those people. Paying two they what was it? They paid Kendall one of the Jenners, I don't know, but they paid her two hundred and fifty grand to post an orange no, tile. No 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 no. Right? No. Well yes, they did do that. That is what her average her Instagram post makes. Kindle gibberish, gibberish, Kindle gibberish. Yep, yep. Kindle gibberish. Kindle Jenner, on average, makes two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in Instagram post. And that one specifically was literally an orange square. That's what, all of them. All of the influence that they, that they paid, they just posted an orange square, and like it's so simple. The bat, like the the reason, like the logic they had behind it, yep. it was like. We couldn't think of what to post, so just post this bright ass orange square. Yeah, to get people being like, oh, people what are going to see it, into it, and yeah. they're going to notice that like every influencer has posted it, and then they're just going to have this random countdown attached to this orange square, and then it was with the, one with like two hashtags or something. There was only a couple. It was like hashtag fire. Yeah. was really the only thing with a Y. Um, yeah. So I, also, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I didn't realize it was Fire Festival until these documentaries came out. I'd always heard it was Fry Festival. <laughs> I think I might have to at first. I'm like, this is a stupid name. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Somebody was like, yeah, the fire festival. I was like, oh, there's another fraudulent yeah. festival. Dang, many, yeah. There's how there many was, can we have in a year? There was two. They're spelled really similar. That's really weird. Yeah. I thought it was fry. Um, but no, fire festival. Well, and you know, okay. So the Netflix one uh, and the Hulu one, did they talk about, um, uh, they probably talked about Magnesis a little bit. I would imagine. Yeah, they they went they went they talked they they gave like a big background on all of this okay. So stuff. they talked about what Fire was supposed to be originally, right? Like what the app Fire Media, that, the which and... is a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic idea, even though like it's not really realistic for like a common person. But I like the idea of any like anybody being able to book. Yeah, some. Of I think their... if you, I think if you did it like companies booked like if you if you paired it with more so like companies and entities with like artists yeah. and entertainers rather than just like like a your next door neighbor like <laughs> trying to hire Lil Wayne to hey, do like his kids porch. bar mitzvah like that's yeah. that's insane um but the app is cool but the fact like just so much fraud went into everything that he did and he never once seemed stressed out like billy never seemed stressed out like 3 days out they had nothing built people were coming and he was just like, all right, well, we're still going to have a festival. Like, I, I couldn't have been around him at that we're time. So, we're solutions-based. Oh, my God. He was like, every day, you know, I wake up, there was a problem. I would just bang it out, party, go, go right to bed. Go four-wheeler, come back, and everything's solved. I see. I didn't see. I know all of that's from the Netflix one. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. But he literally goes, every day, you'd wake up, there was a problem, I'd bang it out, and I would just go to bed, solve it. You know, so like I felt I was like, you literally never solved what, the problem. No, actually, what the, like, so what they said in the Netflix one, I can't remember which guy said it. I want to say he was like the the coordinator. There were several event coordinators, I feel like. Like every person they talked to was like yeah. an event coordinator for a different company that was all working to do whatever. Yeah. Anyways, he was like, yeah, so he would solve a problem. 
but the problem was his solution would cause more problems. <laughs> it, it, it just like dominoed and his his thing was he was like, all right, I'm out of money, so I'm going to scam people for more money to yeah. pay those people, and then I have to create another scam to pay this person back. Yeah, and then and it just kept. Going. I don't know if the Netflix mentioned it, but the Hulu one did. Like three days out, he had just taken like an eight hundred million dollar loan. It seemed like out from some bank, and he bought. Two, it might have been eight million, not eight hundred. I was eight, about to say I don't remember a number yeah. that big. It was like an eight million dollar loan from somewhere, and he bought two million dollars worth of alcohol. That's what he did. I with, think they might have mentioned that. Yeah, he, they were like, like he took out a loan, he had to pay it back, so he took out another loan, and he had to pay that back. But with two million dollars of this second loan to pay back another loan, he bought two million dollars worth of alcohol. And they had to pay like a $900,000 alcohol tax to get yep. it brought into the country. And then he demanded, he told everybody around him that they needed a pirate ship for the festival. I, I don't think they talked about the pirate ship on the Netflix one. I he don't like, remember them mentioning He like hardcore ship. wanted them to go out and like buy a pirate ship and find it. And like he was like, I, we can't not have a pirate ship. And they were all, it was like three days before the festival. And they were like, Billy, what are you talking about? And he was like, I just need, I need. I need a pirate ship. Yeah. That's the most insane thing. That and the email. Did they talk about the email that his like his like secondhand man sent about the music uh, that, for the commercial? That like thousand word. Yes. They didn't they didn't they didn't they did talk about it, but I don't remember uh, they didn't like put it up. They read it on the Hulu they read one. It. it was the most yeah, they didn't read it on It was the most out of touch with reality. Also, he had to be on like and like wasn't he breaking down like every instrument and what he wanted it to be and all that stuff. He, so he was like he's like we need to start off with in like a five four measure and it has to have a contemporary beat, but we want to feel peaceful and relaxed. And then like it was the most coked out email I've ever like seen in my entire life. It was insane. It was so funny. That guy is a lunatic and he's now an EMT. Wow. Yeah. Very detail oriented, at least. So that guy is <laughs> that guy is now supposed to save lives. I but mean, he was also getting indicted for fraud. Well, it's the, and like I said earlier, like I feel like all the people that were, I do feel bad for the people that like got hired. You know, the third party people, whether or the, it's, the whole island that he didn't pay. That's what I'm saying. Like all, like every person that wasn't like directly involved with like the planning and like knew about it. Yeah, you know, I mean. Because there were people that knew about it, but they like they didn't work for Fire Media, so like they were just doing what they were told because they're contractors. Yeah, you know. So I feel like I feel for them because I mean they just obviously their brand, whoever they work for, that they took damage. Yeah, what could they do? They couldn't just cut off what they were doing because you just can't. That's yeah, because you got hired to do a job. Yeah, so you got to do what you can to. But you don't feel bad for any of the people that went, or do you feel bad for any of the people that went to fire? Um, not really. Yeah. I mean, cause, well, I, I don't know because I mean, if they had just gone and it all worked out and it was like the most perfect festival, I'd still be like, fuck them still. They're annoying. Well, yeah. You but know like, what I mean? Like, but like, but, but that it, wouldn't but be something time, you would feel bad for. But like, imagine, just imagine if we were in a different social class, like economic class, if we had that kind of money, like you wouldn't have looked at that and then thought about it. Probably not. Really? No. Because I think I would. Have. I just. I don't. I don't have. That's that. I don't have that personality. I don't. I don't. That's not my thing. See, I, I don't even. I don't know. I just think that like even because that now was, would. I, that's me saying that 
if I was in a different social class, would I be different than I am now? I mean, I don't know. I fucking could. I like to think that I would be this way no matter how rich or poor I was. Yeah. I don't know. I, Very I, well, it may not be the case. but the, like, I feel like because there were some like average people that spent a lot of money to go to this thing because they were promised this time. So, I will, so in the Netflix, did they talk to anybody that went? Like two, but they were influencers, and I hated both of them. Okay, so I didn't so feel bad for those they two people talked at all. to... I think they talked to what did, were they guys? Uh, one was a guy, one was a girl. Okay, so they talked to two guys that mm-hmm. went, and this sounds bad. Okay, so when I everyone was talking about the influencers and the supermodels and all this stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, they're just gonna be some fucking bros, you know what I mean? Like just just mini Billy McFarlands. Yeah, you know what I mean. And these these guys, they come up on the screen. I'm like them. <laughs> they are like them yeah. they were going to this fe- it was weird i felt bad for like thinking that but i saw like one guy he had like this weird red slick back almost pube like hair he was not an attractive attractive guy <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest the least bit I'm, I'm gonna be honest he was not an attractive guy and okay. then the other guy he just looked like a he looked like an accountant who had like thinning hair and he was it was, was it the older guy? Was he older? No. Ah, see. The I don't Hulu, think he was older. In the Hulu one, they have one. This guy's like in his 30s. And uh, he might have been in his 30s. He has a parody account older to us, I guess. <laughs> Caitlin's making fun of us for calling younger 30s older. Um, but We are getting close. Yeah, we're, we're in our mid-20s now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, we're going to ignore that. Um, the guy, he has a very like high Instagram following. But he's a parody influencer account. Like, he just makes fun of influencing. Well, they also, the two people that they interviewed, they didn't talk about, like, how they were even relevant to anything. Oh, see, they just said that they were, they said they were just festival goers. Oh, there's three people at Hulu. But they, they were like, what do you define as an influencer? He's like, I just try to, like, you know, show off my brand to the world. And they were like, what do you mean by your brand? He was just like, you know, positivity and health. And I was like, that's a brand. I was like, you're the most detached from reality human being. I've ever like seen, and then oh. somebody was like, "I think influencers are really brave," and I was, and I wanted to be like, "Why?" And she was, "I'm so sick of the whole like, my brand. It's my, it's my brand. My brand. I gotta, I gotta keep up my brand." I'm like, "Shut up! You're not a brand." Like people like, you know what I mean? Like yes. people like, I'm like, "You're not, you're not a brand." You know what I mean? I just that drives me nuts. No, it's that, and then just how they described. I just don't like how they described what their brand was because it was all just. It was all like just good sounding adjectives. I'm like you. That's not you're not saying anything about yeah, that's yourself. Not. <laughs> it's awful. Um, so that's I don't know, but like I think I felt bad for some of the people. Uh, the people I didn't feel bad for were the ones who quit their jobs to go to this thing. Yeah, and put like like six digits on those stupid wristbands. Yes, and all that stuff. Well, Billy sending out an email telling people that. You, we recommend three hundred dollars a day. Like, if I got that email, I'd have been like, "I'm not going." See ya. I'd be like, "I'm not going to this festival if you're going to force me to spend three hundred additional dollars a day, where I've already spent." Like, I don't know how much the tickets were, but some people bought like two hundred and fifty thousand dollar villa tickets, yeah. and like that. Those people, I don't feel bad for because you're insane, and also you could afford to lose it. Did they talk about uh, in the Hulu one? Did they talk about when? So when the people started getting there. And Billy, all these people that got, like, villas and shit like that, they got there first. 
Yeah. And Billy was just like, just go find a tent just to like shut him up. And it was like a madhouse. Did to you see find they tents. had they had a system going? Like they had finally like two of the event coordinators had finally like figured out a plan and they had like they had successfully gotten to like four hundred people and it had signed them tents and stuff like that. And then Billy randomly showed up, stepped up on that box. It was like, hey, just go. And find was like, one. hey, just go find a tent. Yeah. And the guy was like, and then it was just from there. It was everything was ruined. Did they? So in in all that chaos of all these people like going and rushing the tents. Did they talk about this fucking asshole kid who... There's not many fucking asshole kids to talk about. So this kid goes, because he didn't want neighbors, he started cutting up the tents and pissing on the beds and, like, taking the beds out and cutting up the beds so he didn't have... They didn't have people in the tents next to him. I'm just like... (laughs) What? What? They did not. That was not on the Hulu one. Oh yeah, they they got it on ca- <laughs> not like they got him on camera like taking the beds out yeah. and shit like that. He was like, yeah, we were like pissing on the beds and like cutting up the tents and shit like that, so we didn't have people staying next to us. I'm like, he got like excited to tell yes, the story. He was like stoked about it. <laughs> he like he thought he was the shit because and I'm like, that? okay, if this guy gets to come back. No, that guy, I don't feel good about. I no, don't, I don't feel I hope, bad about that I, guy. I wish he. Like, I wish the he stayed possible there at that yeah. point. Um, Actually, no, because I don't want those great people down there in the Bahamas to have to deal, deal with, with them. Did they talk to the bartender in the Netflix one? Um, you would know. This guy, it was like, because you know how they, they, like, him and, like, Billy and Ja Rule first went to, like, in some island. Yeah. And then, like, that's where they came up with the idea, and they wanted to originally do it on that island, but they weren't able to. Yeah, because, yeah. At the bar that they would constantly go to, there was a bartender, and they became, like, good friends with him. Mm-hmm. And this guy seems like the shadiest motherfucker in <laughs> the world. Like, every time they, like, interview him, he's, like, laid back in a chair with his arms crossed, and he's, like, got these half, like, grin on his face. He's no. like, yeah, well, so in the Netflix one, they talk about how after uh, the festival ended, the Bahamas banned him and Ja Rule from ever coming back. Yeah. But rightfully so. But they went back to go get the merch, right? Did that? Did they? T- so they didn't talk about. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of afraid that like, uh, maybe I wasn't paying attention because I'm hearing all this. I'm like, I don't think that was in the Netflix one. I just think they were really different. So I'm, I'm really excited to watch the Netflix one. Um, but after the festival went like south and like everybody went back to America, um, Billy called the uh, a filmmaker to come document him. Sneaking back to steal the merch, in right? and steal the merch because the merch had been seized by customs in the Bahamas. But they were asking the bartender about it. He's like, yeah. So Billy showed up and he, he asked if, you know, if I would help him, you know, get the merch. And I was like, I'm not stealing the merch from customs. And they're like, so did you help him? He goes, this is like half grand. He's like, nah, I, I would I would never take any merch. I'm like, you shady. Wow. This mother one sounds really annoying. I see. I was I was like sucked into it because a I I've never knowingly met anybody like these people so I was just so amazed that like there's they human exist. beings like this yeah and then like I just wanted to hear Billy talk because I was like everything you say is a lie like everything I got so into it like and he would just and they would ask him like in a question to try to get him to like tell him himself. And he would give. He probably had some like shitty grin on his face. No, he he wasn't. He wasn't. Oh. He was never. He never seemed proud. Um, he always seemed like a victim, which was really that was annoying. Oh, I believe um, that too. But he would give an answer that were like halfway 
seem like an excuse if you knew it wasn't a lie. And then he would give an adjective to describe how hard he worked. Like he, they were like, so you claim that you bought like 250 houses on the island to house all your guests. He's like, we did. And we have, we have everything documented. But we like lost a box of keys. Yeah. Or some I shit. lost a box of like 250 yeah. keys. And they're like, how did you lose it? He goes, I don't know, but I can tell you we diligently worked hard to look for him. I was like, shut, shut the fuck up, Billy. No, you didn't. Like, we like, had metal detectors out on the sand. And then at the end of like, their interview with Billy, they were like, all right, so like, would you describe – they just straight up go, would you describe yourself as a compulsive liar? And Billy's like, no, I don't lie. I've never, I, I haven't lied a single time today. <laughs> and the like, director goes, wait, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'm going to take a 15-minute break. And the director's like, why? And Billy's like, I'm just going to take a 15-minute personal break. And like, rips his mic off and storms out the room. And they listed off eight straight lies <laughs> that he had said. They're like, and then like, it was, you would hear Billy say it, and then they would just go, false. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so funny. It's kind of like, did you see that video? I think it was like Trump's last... Is it like a state of the union or something like that? And they're like, he averaged one lie every like 13 seconds or something <laughs> like that. And like every time he said it, they would have that buzzer go yeah. off. <laughs> so it was basically like that. That's yeah. what you're saying. It was, it was like that. But it was funny just to hear somebody go like, no, I, I, I haven't lied a single time today. And then they have like maybe like 10 minutes of an interview and he lied eight times in a 10 minute interview. <laughs> like you, and, and then when they would ask him about the serious stuff, he goes, I can't speak about ongoing criminal proceedings. Yeah. And they were, they were like, so like, do you think you're going to go to jail? And he like goes, and he like kind of like stares blankly into the floor. And like, he goes to like talk about the potential of jail. And you see his like con man mind, like snap back in. He's like, no, not me. And I'm like, Billy, if this was a cartoon. It would be like, you would see him like staring off into space. And then there would be like the clip. That's kind of like, almost kind of um, translucent behind him, you know? So you can still see his face, but you see a scene yeah. going on, and it's like him you just in see prison. All, you just see all the FEMA tents behind yeah. him. And that's the... And that's scre- like kids screaming My and stuff favorite like that. thing about it is the tents were FEMA tents. Yeah. Like, they got disaster relief tents. That's what they bought to house these people yeah. with. Could you imagine showing up and somebody's like, yeah, we got a FEMA tent for you? I'd immediately be like, nope, I'm out. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to sleep in a FEMA tent tonight. Like that was the most outrageous thing. I think, well, one of well, there's two things that I thought was particularly funny and which has been pretty common that I've heard was, um, so when they bought the island, one of the big things that you know they're like, oh, this is Pablo Escobar's island, and literally like they were in touch with his lawyer or something, somebody that was connected several, to him, several people, yeah, and they were like, do not have Pablo or Escobar or anything of the like in any of these ads. And the first thing that comes out, the ve- like the first words that are in the video were Pablo, Pablo Escobar's, Escobar's Island. <laughs> like, I'm they like, had, wow, that's they had lawyers. They had, a, they had estate managers. Yeah. They had like bank people. They were like, absolutely. Do if there not. is one thing you can't do, it is that. And Billy was like, I'll, I'll play with fire. Do it. He t- and he told, he told the fuck Jerry guys to do it. They immediately couldn't go to that island. I was like, oh that's. God. I was like, that's the dumbest and then, thing. Obviously, they probably talked about it in the Hulu one as well. But uh, homeboy, what was his name? Anthony, Andy, whatever the guy that was asked to. That was that was sexual... that was Netflix. That was, that wasn't even. They didn't. That talk wasn't even. About that that wasn't Hulu even one? mentioned in the Hulu. Oh one. my! God. I only know this because of Twitter. Okay, but this is the most. Before you get into it. It's a great meme. It's a great meme, <laughs> but it's the most. Rid my voice cracked. I'm so upset by this. 
it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard one human ask another for this but type of situation. But it almost sounds like bullshit, and the guy is going with it. It just sounds almost too preposterous to be true. But that guy's face was so serious. I know, but the, like, okay, I'm going to spoil it for you. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. He, so Billy called him and asked him, you know, I need you to go and do this for me, some sexual favors for the guy to get him to... It, this is a customs. They were trying to sneak water, not sneak. They were trying to get water released to the the place through customs. And Billy was like, "I need you to perform oral sex on this customs guy for him to release the water." And of course, you know the the he was like an event manager. I don't so many fucking but event he was, managers. Yeah, but he was like he was like a Billy disciple. Yeah, like because he still thinks. But Billy he was also like, he was also older than him. He was yeah, like his dad. Yeah, um, different. So. But he, he was gay. If you haven't like got that, if you it watched it. Yeah. Um, and which doesn't make it okay. And uh, so of course he was like, "What? What are you talking about?" Like, no. And he was like, well, "No, that's ridiculous." And then like five minutes later, he literally said like he was showering, using mouthwash to go to this guy, and he name drops him, the customs guy. He was like, "Yeah, so and this so and so from customs." I'm just like. If I was that guy, I'd be pissed. Whether I don't know if the guy like asked for it or if Billy was just being a dick and was like, "Hey, I need you to go do this," without that guy knowing. Yeah. But the fact that Andy, Anthony, whatever his name is, I think it was Andy. I think it was Andy. That sounds right. Yeah. But the fact that he was just like, "Yeah, I was gonna go suck so and so from the customs," I'm like, "Wow, dude! Like, seriously? That's the- you just I dropped a dime on this guy." <laughs> I, Whether he asked for it or not, like, what the hell? Could you imagine the customs agent? If this guy walks in and you're just, like, typing and you look up and the guy's like, all right, I really need the water. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry, I can't release it. He just goes, I'll suck your dick. Like, you just immediately, you'd be like, Cause, no. So they didn't, they, they didn't really go into, like, if, like I said, if the guy, like, said, oh, well, if you do this, I'll release it or whatever. Like, no, they, they, didn't they, never, ta- they didn't say that. They yeah. just said how Billy asked his guy to do it. And just the fact that. He goes and name drops him. I wish I could. I wonder if this guy watched it. And if he did, I wish I was there to see his face when he heard his name. The guy admitted to doing it. Like admitted that he he goes, I was fully prepared. No, no, no. I'm talking about the customs guy. Oh, yeah. The customs agent that he name dropped saying, yeah, I was going to go do it to this to literally first last name at the customs office. And I'm I'm like, I'm thinking he wouldn't have name dropped him if he didn't do it. I mean, I guess. Like, if you, no, I'm not saying they didn't do it. Like, if you, even if you didn't offer, I feel like if you offer that, then you don't name drop the guy. Especially if you I'm get just, rejected, you feel like, probably that's worse. That's insane. So. I just, I bet. If, oh my god, I could just imagine. But the, but the, what the whole thing is insane. Like yeah. every aspect of the festival of, of any of Billy's like prior like failures, like everything is like any rationally sane person would look at anything he did and be like. That's never going to work. Yeah. Like, that is never, ever a feasible thing that you want to do. So, like... And he convinced the, so many people yeah. that well, he was going to do it. So, the magnesis thing, like, I understood, like, the concept of it. Kind of a cool concept. Like, yeah, it's not a... It wasn't a bad idea. I just... I mean... None, none it of It seemed like it wasn't... It just kind of, like, they started it, and they were just like, meh, and moved to something else. And then it, I thought the fire media thing was a really good idea, and then... Their the festival, idea of promoting it with this festival and it just like the festival itself. I I fully think in like the next five years are, that like an actual like legit like live, live nation or or some kind of 
Well, it's kind of like a conglomerate is gonna do it. Do it, and, and they're gonna do it like, right, and it'll be cool. It's kind of like the when Project X came out, everyone's like throwing their version of a Project X party. Yeah, whether it's uh, some kind of company or a promotional yeah. or just some random asshole at your high school, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like the same thing. They got so much press off the fire festival. They're like, oh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it right. They're gonna do the same thing. Go to like some island. No, I think I think a, I think a company's actually gonna spend like I mean you're gonna have to spend like two or three years on it, but I think it's gonna happen. Probably doing it now, and we're yeah, and we're gonna you know, in you know, twenty twenty two we're gonna watch you know Fry Festival twenty twenty two, and then we're just gonna see what's going on with it. Yeah, but I think it's gonna happen. But it's all ridiculous. But the most ridiculous thing was Ja Rule getting drunk in an interview, stating that what they did was fraud and then later in the interview they were like so ja rule like so you know all the fraud you committed he goes no what we did wasn't fraud yeah that's right i was like yeah just you went from like truthful like rational human being straight back into now i went fraud yeah like what they played the conference call that they had after everything was over they played some of them so they they were playing the conference call and they were all like basically like where do we go from here you know, and with his actual company, like the actual employees that like were working on the app. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, so what, what, what now? Like, what do we do? We're fucked. I mean, we can't do anything. And Ja Rule was talking about how we, you know, we need to recover and everybody needs to, you know, get it together and, you know, fix it. And the guy's like, even after committing fraud, he was like, it's not fraud. (laughs) It's not fraud. What we did wasn't fraud. It was, what was it? It was, it might be false advertising. But it's not fraud or it's some shit like that's, that. I'm like, what? That's, that's fraud. That's fraud. <laughs> like, that's literally what it is. Uh, um, but no, it was insane. Watch them if you haven't watched them. They're a lot of fun. Um, like, when I say fun, like, I had fun watching it just because it was like people watching through a documentary. Yeah. And I also think it was cool just because, like, we, I feel like a lot of documentaries we watch are things that happened, like, you know, the, before we were born. Yeah, forever ago. Things that we don't remember that made it happen when we were younger. But this was something that happened, like, two years ago. We, we watched it unfold on Twitter. Yeah, and then we're seeing live. Yeah, on, they, and so seeing all the a documentary about it and all the behind the scenes stuff, it was really it was interesting to watch and also kind of infuriating. But yeah, yeah, you know, it was angering. Um, I'm definitely and you mentioned doing this. You mentioned doing a segment which we might. It wouldn't start, be like a every week thing, yeah, but start like toying with where like we'll probably just like pick out a random documentary on Netflix or Hulu to watch. And we will watch it during the week, and then we will do what we kind of did right here, and we'll just talk about it and you know make fun of it or let's hope to get God upset that about it. Who doesn't like release a documentary to match everyone that's on Netflix because that would take forever. Yeah, I started watching uh, on Netflix. I started watching the one about Avicii. Um, There's a documentary about Avicii. Yeah, and it's like it like follow like I've only got through like the first twenty minutes of it, but like it starts with like how he like started like getting got into music, and then within like. Like literally two years, like he was already like headlining every tour. It was it's really cool. Hmm. So that one's fun. But That's yeah, so we might do that, and uh, that'll be that'll be a new segment because we don't ever actually have segments. Yeah. Um, All right. What do we got next? Uh, the the coma baby follow up. Oh yeah. So we have an update on the breaking news. I'm pretty story. excited because I didn't know about this. It actually wasn't breaking news last week, but we talked about it on the podcast last week because it absolutely blew my mind. So last week we talked about this lady who has been in a coma for like 12 years in Arizona in some hospice place. So yep. literally just a vegetable. Yep. Uh, popped out a baby out of nowhere. 
And so like been nobody knew she was pregnant beforehand. She just randomly went to labor. Which is equally equally mind blowing. And um so obviously they're like, Well, we'll just, you know, test the DNA and find our guy. Pretty yeah. pretty easy. They made an arrest. They arrested the guy. No way. And they showed his mugshot and I'm like, makes sense. Yep. Absolutely makes sense. We'll have to put it on the Twitter because when I saw his mugshot, I'm just like, yeah. He's, he literally, like, he's looking at the camera and, like, one eye is closed. But not all the way closed. And he just, he, he looked, uh, he's, he looks rough. But I'm like, yeah, he looked like the kind of guy like that would do this. Scary. Um, they said the baby was okay, though. That's Which in, is insane That's to crazy me. that that, I didn't. Because this whole time, nobody really talked about if the baby was healthy all this time. And they're just like, yeah, it's fine. It's like, how? Okay. And then who takes the baby? The yeah, in a I cult. mean, I guess it would go to like an orphanage or whatever until when it's old enough. But like, God. And I just, you know, it's, we talked about it last week. I'm, how dumb could you be? That's the mo- one of the dumb. most easiest crimes to, to figure out. Dumb <laughs> like, and disgusting. Yeah. Like your brain, this brain clearly just isn't. There's yeah. something like actually wrong. Like very, very wrong. Well, obviously. But I'm just like, that's literally the easiest crime to find. You know, when it got reported... I feel like the investigators were almost relieved. They're just like, oh, we'll just do that here. Everyone, <laughs> here, everyone's spitting this cup. We, yeah, like, we, we, was, we can solve we'll, we'll have you an answer in about 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just got to put in a little spinny thing. Yeah, this get is the DNA this out. This is a dream. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to update that because I know people were probably just, you know. On the edge of their seat. Yeah, on the edge of their seat wondering what was going to happen. Yeah. They found the guy. We can all sleep peacefully. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a, a, an update on, on my mental state in sports. Here we go. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Boston doesn't deserve what they get. And they get it in every sport. They get it at least every other year, it feels like. And now the Patriots are going to their third Super Bowl in four years because D. Ford lined up offsides and ruined the greatest Sunday that will happen ever for this year and, and ruined it for America. City. And I, the 28 to 3 flags are going to be everywhere. everywhere. And let's just, Tom Brady, let's break it down. I hated Tom Brady when they went through their first, you know, like when they went on that first tear in the early 2000s. And then they were gone. Like, I'm like, the Patriots were always there. They always won their division, but they were losing in the playoffs. Like, it was when, you know, the Steelers were going, the Colts were going to Super Bowls, and then Cardinals the Broncos were, were. Yeah. And then, like, so Ravens. Like, they just, like, the Patriots just didn't make it. Or when they did, they lost to the Giants. And that was, like, a happy period in my life. And then they came back, and I'm like, all right, like, they'll have, you know, a good two years to end it. And then, and then somehow. And this whole season, it seemed like, oh, man, it might actually, this might actually be it. I like, never bought is, into it. Ever since, I did. Uh, I, no, I, ever I was, since, ever since the fucking Falcons Super Bowl, like I will never think that the Patriots are going to lose ever. Yeah. But I'm so, and I've accepted it. Like I know they're going to lose. I know they're going to win. Like I knew, like going into this year, I was like, the Patriots are going to win another Super Bowl. That's just how it is. And then to see a team beat them, they literally the the Chiefs beat them, but D Ford was six inches over a line that's not even there. And that negates it, and then they just win because, of course, the Patriots just win. 
I, I, I just, and then every Boston fan was like, you doubted us. You counted us out. I'm like, no, we fucking didn't. Y'all like, wanted to kill no, yourself about no, 20 minutes yeah, ago. And no rational <laughs> sports fan looked at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in January and was like, they're definitely going to lose. The media said it because that's the media needs a story. Like just constantly talking about how Boston's going to win and the media's boring. Well, I, I mean, halfway through the season, I mean, they had some rough games and I was I and I I, I wasn't sitting here thinking I'm like there's no way they're making it. I just like I don't know. They it always have rough games. I I get I know, but this was probably their worst year in the past. No, this is that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is the so worst Patriots team. When, when they were going through, you know, halfway through quarter of the season, I was like, man, they this they may not make it this year. Like, and I wasn't like I wasn't sitting here saying I'm like they're the worst. This is the worst Patriots team in 20 years. They're not making. I wasn't like that. But I was like, I don't know. Man. It is the worst Patriots team in 20 years. But well, the fact, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like. The media wants them to lose so bad, and it's like, so do I. I'm not media, but, like, I want them to lose so bad that if I were media, I would never say they're going to lose. Yeah. Like, why ESPN and Fox Sports just gave them so much, like, fuel for their, like, nobody believes in this fire, where every rational football fan's like, ESPN, stop. Like, they're not going to lose. And the fact that Vegas made them underdogs to the Chargers is insane. Yeah. And then underdogs to the Chiefs, which is also to me, insane. The Chiefs, it Andy, makes more sense than the Chargers, but still. Yeah, but it's also Andy Reid, and Andy Reid can't coach in the last two minutes of any kind of an important football game. He's fantastic for the first 40 you know, minutes, but the last, the last two, he just, it just doesn't work for him. But then after it, the first line that came out in Vegas, the Rams were a favorite. I was like, how well, stupid are you? And then literally like a minute later. Oh, yeah, I know. But, but the fact that like I was like, why give them any more bulletin board material? Yeah. Like, stop it. And I just, I just, I'm sad. Like, I, was, I don't even. I was, I was going to hang tough. I was like, I'm just going to let them finish punching in the numbers. And then <laughs> it'll, it'll adjust. But like, I just, and then now I'm fully convinced that they're going to win every Super Bowl for the next decade. Like, well, I'm, that's, you know, that's kind of like how I feel about Alabama. You know, they may have gone and got whooped by Clemson. They're going to be back. But I feel year. like they're going to win the next 10 championships from now on just because of, like, like the, pass. the Patriots lost the Super Bowl last year because Tom Brady dropped a pass. Yeah. Tom Brady dropped a pass. <laughs> That's why they That's lost. why they lost the Super Bowl. It's not because of the stupid fucking Philly special. Like, they ran a trick play, and Tom Brady, like, his gloves weren't sticky at some point. That's the only reason they lost. But also, the only reason they win in the postseason, at least in the past four years, is stupid luck. Like, they beat the Falcons— because, like, A, you know, because we didn't run the ball on our side of the 50, but we're not going to get into that. And ran the softest defense oh, on the planet. But, yeah. um, but Julian Edelman makes that ridiculous, ridiculous circus catch. catch. And so, and then fast forward to the AFC Championship game, the punt. How did that ball, that ball didn't touch him. I know, but just like that. That's the most, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. the, like it got, if, if, if God is real and there is a God, he that is a Patri- right he is there. a Patriots fan, yeah. and nobody else. He's definitely not a Saints fan. He's for sure not a Falcons fan. He he hates all other thirty one teams in the National Football League and loves the Patriots because they are the luckiest team in the world. Because I do feel like if that was anyone but Julian Edelman, that ball would have clanged off of clanged off that returner <laughs> eight times. If it was any other team, it would have been an interception. If it's the, if it was the Patriots, it's that, like that was it's the most ridiculous play in the world. And then I'm sorry, I was talking about the the Falcons one, but yeah, yeah, that, no, the, I know what you mean. The bounce off the punt, it 
A, from also every camera angle made it look like it hit a different body a d- part. Yeah, which was, if I'm you, like, Jesus. Yeah. I, the whole t- but it seemed like the whole time they could not, I was like, I think if it hit anything, it scraped his bicep. That Maybe. was what I was looking at. I'm like, I'm not, it's not his hands. I know that. It, if there's anything and no camera angle could really show, like, clear, like if it did or not, I'm like, if anything, it had to have just barely scraped his bicep. Yeah. And, like, I guess, I don't know if my eyes were playing tricks on me, but I swear I thought I saw the ball spin change after it went by him. I'd watch and I it. know, I know, obviously, when the ball hit the ground, it changes the spin on it. But even more so after it went by him, especially when you watch it in real time, it looks like the, the spin of the ball changes after it, like, goes behind him. Yeah. And that's when I was like, it had to have scraped off his bicep. But there wasn't, you really, you couldn't, they couldn't change it. I no. mean, it's. I mean, but I mean, I well, think they did change it, but uh, yeah. which either way, the but you know what I mean? What it like it been. was just, yeah. But, and then even then the next play, it tipped off Edelman's hand. They pick it off and then that still, it just didn't matter. None yeah. of it mattered. None of it, none of it matters. Nothing matters in the national football. Man, I'll tell you what. So I nothing, had, I don't think football, honestly, I don't think it, anything matters anymore. That's where yeah. I'm at. I'm just in a hole. And that was a nerve-wracking game when it comes to money because I had I had the Patriots because yeah, I hammered the Patriots when yeah. they were plus yeah, wait, 130. Why, why you? The hammered the Patriots. The and then there was another prop bet that was – it was like plus 250 or something, and it was that neither team will get three unanswered scores. I'm like, oh, my God, all day. Yeah. And, of course, the first two possessions the Patriots get, they score 14, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, please just kick a field goal or something. But uh, so third, the third quarter, I almost said third period, the third quarter comes around, and they had live odds the whole time. But it was a uh, winning margin. And the way it was going, there was a margin of Chiefs winning by seven between 7 and 13 points. And it was like, plus 1200 or something and i'm like ooh i don't know like <laughs> it was very very enticing yeah i ended up doing it That's and cool. um i did it when they were they had just scored a touchdown and they were looking good on defense looking strong i was like okay they can get another stop and this at this point this was with you know 6 seconds or 6 seconds 6 minutes left in the fourth or something like that yeah. and this is when they got the pick that uh, Gronk tipped in the fourth quarter where your man was offside. And uh, talk about a roller, co- roller coaster of emotions in such a short period of time. Yeah. I went from winning, like, I put $2 in, and I, I was going to win, like, 30 off of $2 or something like that. Yeah. I went from, like, jumping up, and me and Ryan both, because we did the same thing. Mm. Me and Ryan both, we go from jumping up and down, going nuts, to just like hands and knees on the ground, like why God? Yeah, <laughs> in that short period of time, yeah. because of D Ford uh, being offsides. Yeah, yeah. Um, sending the Patriots. To but I will say this goal. though: that was a fantastic day of football. That was great. It was full of everything. It was full of controversy. It was full of. It was a close game. It was, they both went to overtime. I mean, it was like you couldn't ask for, and to the New Orleans Saints, you just hate to see it. You hate those are the things I, that you hate to see. I agree, but also I was rooting for the Saints in that game because the Saints were the only hope 
to beat the Patriots. Yeah, that's true. That we're going to, like, because uh, I was like, the Patriots are going to win because they're the yeah. Patriots since January, and it's a conference game. I was like, not that I don't like the Saints at all, but they're going to beat the Patriots before the Rams beat the Patriots, and I think it's going to be an absolute slaughter. I do, Super yeah, Bowl. I do too. Like, it's like, RIP Todd. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I want Todd to get a Super Bowl ring, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, I do too. Brady's going to get his, what, sixth? I think sixth. I think. Yeah. You know you know how many years he's been in the league? Well, he got drafted in 2001, right? Yeah, 18 years. Yeah. You know how many Super Bowls he's been to? Nine. Mm-hmm. You know how many years I've been alive? <laughs> <laughs> Tw- 23. You know how many Super Bowls I was the stalling Falcons until have you gone told me, to? so I don't remember. Twice. <laughs> That's not fair, Tom. <laughs> like, share. Like let some. Well, it's team. like that kid that you we talked about. Oh, the, the previ- Boston the, kid yeah, that goes every parade. Sixteen years old, eleven parades and shit like that. God. And I'm and I'm gonna have to see him in three weeks. He's gonna be there fucking again. Seventeen years old, twelve parades. God. Whatever. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. But it was good. And I mean, I don't really want to get into the whole Saints. We all we all know it's a we bad all get call. it. Yeah, I it mean, was awful. It's pretty straightforward. But I just love the billboards in Atlanta. I drove by one yesterday. The NFL screwed that. Yeah. Billboard and I laughed out loud when I, I saw it. If, it was really funny. If, if I were a Saints fan, I don't know if I would have like. Oh, I it, I would I'd be, be on I, a vendetta. I would be in such a. NFL. I would be in such like an angry. So hole. I can't. I can't blame Saints fans at all. Like I really can't because like I know, have every right. I remember to be. how I felt like after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and like and we lost that. Right. I can't imagine having a play that obvious take that away from you right have one person literally one person actually a team of four people not just, and not even the opposite team just the, people. the, the third party the independent third party just took it away from you yeah i i i wouldn't be a rational human being on today like no, on thursday i don't think four days either. removed from that game i wouldn't be speaking i wouldn't have showered i wouldn't have gone i wouldn't have done anything i i would be the angriest human being i my twitter account would have been suspended by now oh i would have been in twitter jail oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i definitely would have been in twitter jail like roger goodell would have been like all right there's a kid in, yeah. in in athens and we need to we need to lock him down um yeah so i i i genuinely i feel bad for saints fans and i feel bad for myself because the saints were the only answer to stop the patriots but you know what i think so you know you've been seeing all those tweets going around about how they have a case to get a rematch and shit like that that would never happen. well i know but i like i thought about it and i saw i I saw some reporter talk about it, how it would be the highest – if they were to do it, it would be – that game would be probably the highest rated football game of all time. <laughs> yeah. It would it would double the numbers of the Super Bowl the week after. They, not even close. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, if I was Roger Goodell, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, but that would cause so Maybe. much credit. That would- but, it, the, well, the logistics of it is just a nightmare. But – I'm thinking, like, if you were, if that situation were to happen, how would you do it? Would you go back to New Orleans, do the same thing, and just run it back? I'm thinking, me, it's got to be a neutral site because why not? It didn't happen in a neutral site. I'm, I'm, well, here's, here's why I say that because if you're going to have a game on that short notice, you can't make LA travel to New Orleans to go play that game. See, I, I would postpone the Super Bowl. Which you can't do because you can't postpone the Super Bowl because so many things are already happening for it. Right. But, like, if I were going to do it, I would push the Super Bowl back a week. I would have them replay the game. But I wouldn't have them replay the game. I would be like, replay the fourth quarter. (laughs) 
I same w- score. I, yeah, same, same would, time left. Like when they when they when they <laughs> same like, yard line. Well, you know what they do in baseball when they like cancel. You know when they like have to delay yeah, they a pick game. up on the same count. And I, everything, I would do yeah. the same thing. Like literally fourth quarter, where the, whoever was out on the field, how much time was on a play clock, like who was yeah. hurt, who was eligible, like. If somebody was on the injured re- injury report, yeah, they can't that play. week they can't play. You can't come back. And I would have completely different refs. Like, well, yeah, you have to. Yeah, but like, I mean, like opposite names. Like, you can't have any of the same initials. <laughs> the height can't be the same. The race can't be the same. Age can't be the same. I would bring in a full female crew from like the Canadian Football League to come in and do that because I would never ever risk that happening again. But if they did do that, that would call in. Because every game for the rest of time, some crazy rich fan would like sue Roger Goodell. It would be like, it would, play the game. It would set a bad precedent. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be like that, and it would I'm call just, into credibility of the league, which is already called into you know has question. been in question for years, for but years now. Like, I, I'm just thinking like hypothetically, like if that were to happen. I mean, from a business standpoint, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the money you would make. Oh my god, TV would be insane. But like, it would ruin. But it it would, would be it would be a logistical nightmare, and, and it would hurt. It would hurt the precedent. league long run. But, you know, I mean, but that's the problem, though. But do you think if it was any point, any other time of the season, would it be more or actually this is a dumb question? Yeah, say it. Not more or less like obviously people are going to be more upset about it because that was like to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I get that. But do you think if this had happened in the middle of the season, do you think – they might have been more inclined to potentially do a rematch. No, you don't think so. I don't think anybody would be inclined to remake an NFL game because of a, you would be adding technically another game and the team who lost would feel that they shouldn't have to play because they should have won. Anyway, the team that won would be like, this is what we fucking won. Right. Like refs miss calls all the time. Yeah. And enough, which enough I, enough and, outrage wouldn't have come from it. And I've always said to that, spur that on. I'm never I'm not the kind of guy to jump on the whole. Oh, it's the fucking refs. I will never do that. I will say but that's this like one, the, that, this one was bad. Yeah. I mean, it was bad enough for me to be like, yeah, that that, that changed that, the outcome of that, the game. That happened, and I sat down and I was like, oh no. Now I can see I can say that a penalty caused or changed the outcome of a game, but not like I mean, it's the refs' job to call the penalty. It's the players' fault. Like. So I'm not blaming the ref for the penalty. Also, the Saints or the the Rams corner could have picked the ball off easily. He got there like two seconds so before easy. the ball. Like, and he was like, "Yeah, I just wrecked him." I'm like, "Why didn't you? You could have just done a pick six. Like, there was no there was no one in front yeah. of him." I so, but like people were mad at the Rams for like openly being like, "Yeah, the refs handed us a game." I'm like. Well, what, the, what are you, you supposed to say? Yeah, you can't, it, you can't be mad can at the Rams for winning. Can you imagine how mad they winning? would have been if they were just like, whoa, we thought it was a clean play? Yeah. like What? That and That's s- kind of like when Greg Hardy kneed the fuck out of that guy when he was on his hands yeah, and knees, yeah. and he was like, I thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah. I didn't think it was illegal. And, what? And what are then, you talking about? And then did about? you see, like, wait, like but two days ago, he posted videos, I don't want people to think I'm a cheater. I'm like, well, Greg, well, we think you are way worse than a cheater. Well. You're, like, a cheater would be good for Greg. Now, no, did I think that you were cheating by doing that? No, I just think you're an idiot. Yeah, you're also like if, I don't know a terrible a human being. Yeah, like you no, I don't sent a woman to hospital. I don't like think twice. you cheated in that fight. You're just an asshole. Yeah, you're just the worst kind of person. Yeah, but so yeah, like what do you what do you want the Rams to say? Yeah, no, we thought it was a clean play. I don't know what they're talking about. No, calm down. N- nobody with what? like no no one would watch that and think it was okay. 
Like also, it was like it was like a hit on a defenseless receiver. It was like it was five different penalties. It was pass interference, and it was unnecessary eruption. None of those were called. Not a one. Like nobody. The ref was what he there. I I don't know. And then and then he didn't even like like do like a half like reach for the flag. Because if I was if I was the ref that is that stands on the opposite sideline behind the line of scrimmage (laughs) that watches that watches the quarterback. I'd be humming that flag 40 yards. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you know they can do it. Yeah. You've seen it. They, yeah. they hum those things. And if that was me, I would have thrown the best pass of my life with that flag. The fact that no one. And then they didn't even talk about it. Like, yeah, they there didn't, wasn't even, like, even a discussion. Like, they didn't even, like, huddle up and be yeah. like, hey, yeah, Gene, what? You fucked that up really yeah. bad. Like, no one. They didn't. They just, like, it was like they all saw what had happened. And they're like, they're like let's just keep going. And it hopefully was, no one noticed. It was like they saw one of their friends murder someone, <laughs> and they all immediately were like, we can never talk about yeah. this ever again. And then did you and see then the, they forgot that they were in a stadium of, you know, 50,000 people. Yeah, that the whole country saw it happen. <laughs> yeah. uh. um, and then the NFL had to move them because they were staying in a hotel, like in downtown New Orleans. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, no, they had to, like, escort them out I of I mean, that this. doesn't surprise me. No, but not I didn't at all. Hear about that. But they had to escort them out of the city. Wow. Also, I hope, I hope that those oh, that whole crew gets fired. At least, the, will. at least the judge, at least the line. Oh, guy. the guy that that was standing right there. Yeah. I have no doubts. He the rest of the gone. crew, it can be whatever because the other crew could have very well. Obviously, they have their their they have their areas to watch, and I get that. But you know, still, that's it, it was bad. It was so bad. Um. Anyways, but, yeah, yeah Rams are going to get killed. Yeah, it's going to – I mean, I'm going to watch it, like always, but it's just – I'm going to watch it and hate it the whole time. That's what, that's what sports have become for well, me. See, it's just, I just, like, I watch know, it man. and get I don't know. I think the only reason I would want to watch it is to watch Todd Gurley play in a Super Bowl. I, I, honestly, I want to see – I, I want to see, see Sony. Yeah, I, I just don't – I didn't watch last year because that that is the worst Super Bowl that I could ever imagine, the, the Patriots and Eagles. I, I just – and I didn't watch it. And maybe maybe that's fine because Packers I mean, Packers Patriots would be my nightmare. That would be pretty bad. Be awful. But yeah, but I mean, I w- I will say though it is. I've, I said this before the podcast, but it is it's cool. It, traffic is not cool, but it, it's cool seeing all the hype around the city. I, it's cool that our yeah. that we are you know the focal point of sports been really for the next two weeks. It would have been really cool. The Fal- week. It would have been really cool if the Falcons were in it. Oh, could you imagine? No, I thought about that yesterday when I was driving through Atlanta. I'm like, I can just. I was just thinking, like, I would take. What I would have taken the whole week at, like after the Super Bowl, yeah. off of work to do I one just, of two things: either celebrate or, or drown, in sorrow. drown in sorrow. Yeah, like I don't think I like as if I think if the Falcons ever go again, which they're not going to. Um, and if they do go, they're going to lose because we don't deserve to ever win a Super Bowl after what happened. Um, I'm not going to do – like, I'm not going to do well yeah. when they lose another one. I can't handle that emotion twice. Yeah. But it is cool. Um, speaking um, of Atlanta. Yeah, I was going to say, um, base, they, we're, it's more baseball. Yeah. The MVP's back. Cakes, the, uh, baby. Yeah. Marquette signed a one-year deal. I don't know how much we paid him, but I'm it glad. Like six million or something. Yeah. I'm glad we kept him. I didn't think we were Me going too. to. Me too. And for some reason – like it's like 50-50. Braves Twitter's mad. They're so mad. They're like, like we, they're like we didn't upgrade not? a single thing this season. And I'm like we needed to Did upgrade. We, have we to? didn't like pitching. We should have gone after bullpen, but like you're upset we kept Marquez like an all-star player? Yeah, I don't get it. You're 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 mad that we kept him. 
And then, like, yes, we signed Josh Donaldson to, like, a $27 million one-year contract. And we brought back a trader. But, like, I don't think we Brian really McCann. needed to do a whole lot. I, I didn't I, think so either. Like, and, then, I, like, and then Albies came out and said, he's like, yeah, we don't have a lot of big-name players. But, like. That doesn't matter. Did you see what we did last year? Yeah. And also, Acuna and Albies and Freeman are now big, big name, yeah, big they, name players. So I'm Ozzy, you I, you are a big name player. <laughs> I'm confused as to how <laughs> like all of a sudden the Braves have this magical season. People are like they're going to suck next year. I'm like, what do you what, what do you mean? I and would be devastated. Also, good news for you. Uh, the Phillies came out and said they're not going to sign both Machado. And Bryce Harper, but I but don't. They're going to sign one of them. Uh, yeah, but I don't think either of them are going to play. It's it's almost February. Neither of them signed yet. What's going on? It doesn't matter. It's just I feel like it's just it doesn't so matter. Weird. It doesn't matter where they go. They can sign the day before spring training starts and be like, yeah, All right, yeah and they'll be fine. Somebody have to learn play. It doesn't matter. But um, but I'm excited. I just I I'm excited. I had a I had a little bit of like an anxiety moment the other day. I'm just like, but but what if they don't do good? Yeah, what if they suck? <laughs> yeah, like I just I started thinking about that. I'm like. I can't think about that. I can't think about I that. Haven't, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't had this much excitement going into a, a baseball season ever. In January, yeah, I it was. Mean, it was December, like right after the SEC championship and I game. Think I was we're like, All right, like I'm ready for what? Baseball. Three weeks away from pitchers and catchers reporting, or something like that, or a month, or February twenty sixth is the first spring training game. I think. Okay, so or, it's or sooner maybe, than that, or maybe it's early March. I think it's early March. I think it's early March. Yeah, pitchers and catchers go back in like under forty days though. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited um, for that tweet. So retweet base, the fuck out of that. Yeah, baseball's coming back. Um, um, I have one take real quick. Okay. I used to be pretty anti Barry Bonds going to the Hall. Okay. I think I'm for it. I think I want Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. No asterisks. No footnote. No, no. Put him in. Think so? Yeah. He's the only player He's to playing. have 400 home runs and 400 stolen bases. He's the only player to have 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. When you look at his stats. Even before he got huge, he was going to be a Hall of Fame baseball player. But everybody he played with, everyone in that era, not the people that just got called out, the baseball being like one of the worst run professionals, like sporting businesses at the time, everyone was on steroids in that era. So Barry Bonds was the best steroid player in the steroid era. Put him in. (laughs) Bud Selig, the commissioner of the league during the steroid era, is in the Hall of Fame. Put Barry Bonds in. Why not? Put A-Rod in. Put them all in. They're all great. They all did awesome Everybody things in the sport. You play, you get in. Also, my man Andrew Jones needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I'm upset that he didn't. He got like 2% of votes. Yeah, I know. I was stoked to see his name up there in the conversation, though. I mean, he's got a while you know, to get in. I think yeah. I I'll hopefully think one day he'll get in. But, yeah, I think I think Barry Bonds should get and in. And a shout-out to I, – I don't think no matter who – what your favorite team is, how much you hate the Yankees. I think pretty no much, one hated Mariano. Rivera. Yeah, no one. You can't hate Mariano Rivera, which who, I, he got in. I didn't realize he was the. I didn't know that there had never been another unanimous. I didn't either. I was like, sure. I, like when I saw that, I was like, wow. I figured there would definitely be some, but no, oh, man. The fact that like Joe DiMaggio or like Mickey Mantle or like Luke Gehrig wasn't yeah. unanimous, like. Like, well, how did that yeah. not happen? Babe Ruth but, wasn't a unanimous decision. So, and did you see, obviously, with Inner Sandman being his, his song, and you saw the video? Yeah. Okay, so did you see the follow-up, or did you see Mariano's interview when he saw the video of Metallica congratulating him? No. So, for years, that was his trademark. Yeah. Like, he would come out to Inner Sandman, it's a big deal. Craig Kimbrell did it for a little bit, then he stopped because of 
you know, everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? That's Mariana does that. <laughs> yeah. That's so he started coming out. Of, uh, Guns and Roses. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Welcome jungle. jungle. Almost like crazy train. I'm like, that's not it. Nah, it's chipper. Yep. Um, yeah. No, that was bad. Uh, gave back memories, though. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, so always came out of Inner Sandman. That was his thing. Metallica even played it, I think, one of his last games. No, they did. They was did. it his last yeah, game? Yeah, they played it. In out, they okay, played it in the they played it in the outfield. They, they played Inner Sandman live when he came out. Yeah. Big deal. So they're interviewing Mariano on MLB Network, and that's when they show him the video of Metallica and being like, congratulations, man. You know, that's awesome. Excited to see you go in and whatnot. And he was like, oh, man, that's so cool or whatever. And he drops this bombshell. And I was almost kind of kind of like, oh, well, this is this kind of loses its like. He's not a Metallica fan. He doesn't listen to him because yeah. of religion. He's like, I don't really listen to heavy metal music because of religion. But, you know, hey, that's cool, though. And I was like, oh. Oh, that does kind of stick. Yeah, out it's out like, it. well, this is not as cool anymore. It makes sense, but that's sad. Yeah, like. And he was, like, super stoked, like, they sent the video or whatever. Like, he looked stoked. But it was almost kind of like, ah, yeah, man, that's so sick. Yeah, I don't really listen to y'all. But that's cool, though. Mm. I'm like, oh. that just. I wonder if Metallica, that probably had to hurt Metallica a little bit. I would imagine. Yeah. I would be bummed like, out. Like, I'm, sure I'm sure James, like, being the, you know, he was always, like, an emotional, like, you know, lets things get to his head. At least he used to be. I don't know if he is now. But yeah. he would be, like, bummed about it. Lars would, like, try to sue him. <laughs> and, and then a lot of naps or losses. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> but yeah, I was so bummed when I when I when I heard that. That's like, sad. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see that. I was hoping. I was hoping like, oh, he picked Inner Sandman. Like he was stoked. He was a Metallica fan. They're just like, he was like, no, they just they played the song when I came out, and they just played it ever since. I, I don't listen. to He metal. didn't even pick it. No, oh, the, the that's Yankees. Horrible. Whoever you know does all that shit. They just started playing it, and it just stuck. And that's horrible. he was like, I don't listen to have you. I don't listen to metal because of my religion, but I respect those guys. I'm just like, it's not the same. I'm ending the podcast now. Yeah. It was a bummer, but it's awful. Metallica rules. So does Mariana Rivera. Yeah, Mariana Rivera. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I'm done. Caitlin, do you have anything else? I'm good. You've done. You did great. Thanks. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Bye.